Welcome to Naked and Counting. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. Hi, Leon. How are you doing, Magna? I'm fine. How are you? I did not ask you. How are you? I just said hi. <laughs> don't jump the gun. I don't care. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> listen, listen, podcast time. I was uh, listening to... <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to... A, what's the matter with you? I was listening to... A, <laughs> I'm sorry, you just, it is, what do you think everyone is doing at this moment? Listening. Oh, but I love how you had to say it so many times. Listen, I'm talking to you. I That's am listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hate saying so. Let's get, let, let's get back on topic, man. Let's get back on topic. What is What's the topic? The topic? <laughs> <laughs> no. I know what we're talking about. Yesterday, well, by the time everybody's listening to this, it will be the future. I'm talking to the future of, of uh, the future of the human race right now. So, oh, ladies gosh. and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, I'm talking to you from the past. And uh, where am I going with this? I don't I think... know. <laughs> At some point, we will get to whatever it is that he wanted us to listen to, folks. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I was listening to um, a one of the shows that we're doing for the Like My Dance competition, we had uh, Fabricio from uh, La Maxima. Mm. And uh, it was interesting because he said that he's a DJ first, a musician second. Mm. And I guess, I, I think he might have said a, a, a dancer after that or something like that. He's a social dancer. Right, okay. So it's interesting in the way that he designs his music for the dance floor. And he says... Um, 90% of his music is for the dance floor and uh, 10% is for shows. Hmm. But he, you know, obviously he focuses on the 90%. And it's amazing that, you know, he's actually thinking that way. Because, you know, we've had certain uh, songs that would last for 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, you have the groups that play their 80 minutes. One uh, Timbalar, Timbal, Timbal is a uh, solo. Solo. This is, this is true. <laughs> But I guess I guess not a lot of musicians come from dance, or don't they though? Because I feel like a lot of musicians, at least in New York, grew up with the music, grew up in the backyard parties where they were dancing and having fun, and then got into music and playing instruments. Not maybe not necessarily dancing, but definitely hearing that music. You know. True, or or they were exposed to it in a social environment that's not mm -hmm. the social dance environment that we currently have. Like in a yeah. backyard party is not the same as a dance night of just social dancing. Hey, here's something. Have you ever, because um, you're talking about the, the relationship between uh, musicians and dance, have you ever taught a musician salsa that could not hold the beat? You know, that's very interesting. Uh, there was a musician who was a pianist who I had worked with, and we were talking about the basic step. And it's interesting because he's so fast with his fingers, but he's yeah. not as fast to respond with his feet. So he does know he was able to identify where it is that he needed to step and where to be musical, but to actually get the body to move, the entire body to move, the way he could have quickly and very uh, smoothly moved his fingers across the piano, 
he couldn't yeah. move his his whole body. So I found that that was the greatest challenge when it comes to musicians moving to dance versus creating the music for the dance. I don't know what it came like. It just came to me because I do remember like there was this one particular guy. He was a drummer. He was a percussionist, but he couldn't get the basic step. And I pride myself on being able to teach anybody. You know, but it was just the strangest thing. It took so long. I, I, he got it in the end, but it just took so long for him to catch that thing. And he had more rhythm than I do. I cannot play an instrument. Like I, I, I try, I've tried over the years, but I cannot hold the rhythm. But when it comes to dance, I think <laughs> I keep the timing like 100%. <laughs> well, most of the time anyway. Well, that is interesting. I, I wonder if that's why bands might play the way they play but then at the same time i would say that a musician plays kind of the way that we dance right not to say that we're dancing one song for a long period of time but we spend hours dancing right we're doing the yeah. same dance of salsa for you know four or five hours straight so a musician is just enjoying playing for all that time. So maybe that's how they sometimes get into the mix or that groove of getting into a song and just constantly going and going. Because I know I get that high when I have a good night of dancing and the music is good. I won't even leave the dance floor, even though I'm like thirsty or need a break. I just stay on the dance floor. So I'm curious. I never actually thought about it that way. But maybe that's one way to understand how they can play the way they play when it's a, a really long song and they just keep on going and keep on going and keep on going with solos because they're just on that same high that we are as dancers, except we get, we want to change our partners. That's all. <laughs> that That's it. You know, that's <laughs> what it is. You know, when you're in a, a concert, if you, if we take the, the, the band out of the social dance situation, you, you want to see these 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 uh, musicians go for it, just let loose, and you kind of feel it, you know. <laughs> the only problem is if we're talking about in the social setting or social dance setting, that that can be a little bit of a, a problem when the songs are really really long, you know. Right. If if you go there to hear a band, that's one thing. If you go there to dance, or if everybody's like trying to dance and the objective is to, objective is to dance, then of course it's going to get uh, problematic. And I've been in congresses where they did have bands. And like, I remember one song lasted, lasting almost 20 minutes. I know? danced. I danced to a song that lasted 20 minutes. Yeah. And there's a video of it in two parts. <laughs> 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 I, I guess I look at that and it is hard to approach because it's like telling an artist and saying, no, I know this is how you do your art, but you need to do your art for me, which is basically what we're asking a DJ to do what we're asking a band to do as, as social dancers, yeah. right? Not in general, but as social dancers, that's what we're kind of asking for is play, not do your art, but play for me. Yeah. You want to keep the dance floor busy, right? That's, right. The, that's the objective every time. You know, I guess it just depends on which setting we're in, you know, and I really believe that if, if you as an organizer, uh, um, organizing a, a, a social dance where there's a band, definitely it would be a good idea to speak to the band and have an organization, you know, have like a time limit for songs and whatever else. Right. If you're going for a concert, the time limit should be however long you're paying for that, that, that whole. concert. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
There's actually, I remember uh, an event in New York where the organizer of the event, they used to have live music, would actually speak to the bands and request mm -hmm. that they stay within a certain time frame. And the band members were quite upset by this. Like, they're like, yeah. this is not, you know, this is not how we play. We play however we do solos, we do this, we do that. And I was talking to one of them and I said, I completely understand and I appreciate the music it's it's great to listen to it but as dancers you got to understand that we dancing with one person we are getting tired through that process we're basically working out during your song and so yeah. if you're going to extend that workout that we were hoping was five minutes to a 10 to 15 20 minute workout that we were not planning on doing then it becomes really unenjoyable for the dancer and then they don't really want to be there with the band either you know so if you want that harmony in an event given that it's a social dance event you kind of want to adapt a little bit for the audience i think you know i was i was uh i was gonna say i agree with you 100 percent, but then i realized where i am we don't have much live music i would love to have this problem <laughs> <laughs> Too you know what i mean <laughs> I would love to have live band, uh, to be able to go and see a live band every week. I would love that, you know, and I love, and you guys have got so many options where you can go to a social and just hear a DJ and you can go and hear live music and there are places where maybe there's live music and not many like great dancers, but at least you're having that, that feeling. I've been to like these little clubs in uh, Miami, you know, where these little bands are playing and I just had a great time. So I, I was about to say, yeah, I agree with you, but no, I don't. I, I would love to have that problem. Well, see, this is the other part of it, right? Is we are spoiled, I guess. We are definitely spoiled living in New York with the number of bands that we have here and the fact that we have a lot of socials. So there are a lot of people who do go out to an event and expect it to be a certain way because it's called a social. So they expect... yeah songs to be a certain length which actually takes me even not just to bands going really long with a certain song but even djs who sometimes mix salsa songs you know they still mix over in new york they still mix salsa songs once in a while where wow. you kind of are looking for that ending you're looking for that finish and then yeah. you're like wait a minute is this, a, this is a different song and then that there's that awkward moment where you're trying to say okay kind of but Maybe someone's already picked somebody up for that beginning of the or half of beginning of that next song. I don't know. I, I'm I am not a fan of mixing salsa songs personally because I want that ending. Yeah, it doesn't really happen that much. I can't remember the last time I heard anybody mixing over here, but yeah, I do remember being in New York. And uh was it New York? I can't remember where it was, but the songs were being mixed. Mm. And I I didn't know when to stop. It was like a little bit uncomfortable so uh again that's not my problem that's yours again and talking about problems a problem that i think is worthy of sharing is having an addiction to this podcast which comes out every two months <laughs> uh, two weeks you you were, wondering months. Where, <laughs> you were wondering where i was going with that right i was definitely wondering where you're going with it that was a very very good segue treat this podcast like cigarettes and share it share it around you know when you go outside and you have a cigarette you don't want to smoke in your own you want to give somebody else one and it, i don't know just share i don't either uh, how are you how are you coming up with this analogy of all analogies 
when we neither one of us smoke cigarettes. But anyways, folks, yes, please do share this podcast. Share it with your friends. Leave a comment. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Naked and Counting. And we would love to hear your thoughts on what you think about bands, when you're watching bands, when it's a long song, how do you feel? What do you think they're feeling? As well as DJs mixing music. Do you like the ending of a song? Do you mind that it gets all blended in? I'm curious because, you know, we all have our preferences and we've expressed ours. We'd love to know what yours are. And follow us on the Instagram. Ciao, people. <laughs> Take it easy.